some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 58. Scott is not here to do his fingers and numbers. Um, just a quick, everything's okay. Everything's good. Uh, just to let you know what's going on, and I'm sorry you're stuck with me the entire, hopefully shorter episode. Um, Scott had COVID recently. He's, this is a public knowledge thing, so it's not anything. Uh, so he's a little wiped out. And at the same time, he got a puppy. So it was a storm of you know, fun. Let's call it fun. So he's kind of wrapped up in all that. He's been getting only a couple hours of sleep a night. So I'm going to try and hold down the fort alone today. We have Scotty Mills coming on a little later to um, do a little update on Chiller and how the contest went. And but. I'm going to try and do a little hobby uh, demo for a minute. I don't know if that's going to work uh, and go over some things. So we have a big giveaway to go through and some other stuff. Uh, again, will be a much shorter episode this time around because I'm talking to myself, which is really strange. I know I did it once <laughs> one episode before, but I don't know. It's not going to be as funny. I know that because, you know, Scott's the talent of the show, apparently. And he thinks he's funny, which he is. The quick wit is gone. Uh, the brains of the outfit is still here. Um, and thank you for making it this far once you saw that Scott's not here. Uh, so anyway, it is November 11th when I'm recording this. And there's some bad news. Kevin Conroy passed away today. If you don't know who Kevin Conroy is, that is the voice of Batman from Batman the Animated Series and a bunch of video games. 66 cancer pretty horrible not good news and gallagher the comedian passed away today so condolences to everybody in those families and sad news all around there um not good not good but on with the show uh the first thing i want to talk about <laughs> is we got some really cool pictures from people who had purchased our shirts uh first of all before we get to that let me push some buttons. Links and info. If you want to send us an email, it is modelclubtv at gmail.com. We do have some emails this week, and thank you for sending them. And keep sending them if you can. Uh, again, modelclubtv at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, the phone number for that is 708-816-4299. 708-816-4299. Seven zero eight eight one six forty two ninety nine for the voicemail. There is a Discord channel. Follow the links down below, and there are the links to the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Uh, we sold some stuff. When I looked at how much we actually made from selling that stuff, we got to figure out a better way and maybe make T-shirts on our own. But for right now, they work. And I want to thank everybody who has purchased any item. And I truly appreciate it. We're going to put that money to good use, especially shipping out our prizes when we have stuff like this. Um, so away we go. The first picture comes from Bucky St. Bucky and his dog Clementine. And <laughs> these are some awesome pictures. Clementine does not look impressed and looks actually very upset <laughs> that she is forced to wear that shirt. Um, and I love the mug. The mug works. 
I didn't order a mug yet. That's my next purchase. But thank you, Bucky, for sending that stuff in. Looks fantastic. And then the Worthlings sent us. They're on a cruise. Can we all officially hate the Worthlings for being on a cruise? Because it's not fair. They deserve a break, but not that good of a break. But they sent me some pictures of them in front of the Bridge of America's going through the Panama Canal wearing our shirts. And again, thank you to Yo- uh, Well Winner for the artwork on our shirt. That's probably the closest that artwork's going to be to Brazil ever again. Unless someone buys a shirt in Brazil. We got to send Well a pic. Well, I'm going to send you a shirt. I promise. Um, send me your size. I got to get your size. But thank you, Worthlings, for... And I asked if anyone gave them dirty looks for wearing these shirts on the boat. It's not exactly cruise wear, but I guess it went over okay. It looks really cool. So, all right. Since Scott's not here, I get to talk about stuff that I like and not get a dirty look. I should, I should, next time I'm going to make a, a, a sock puppet that looks like Scott and have him yell at me in my ear. Um, the, I could put a picture of it. Nah, nah. Let's just keep it Scott free today. Um, a couple of things that I watched. First thing is Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. I have not watched Netflix in a very, very long time. Like there's nothing that's really piqued my interest. Kind of fell off of, uh, Cobra Kai. Need to go back and watch that. But Guillermo del Toro has his anthology horror anthology series. That's on Netflix right now called Cabinet of Cabinet of Curiosities. And it's fantastic. It's the, it's a little like as all horror anthologies are, it's a little hit or miss, but I think the misses are slight enough to where it does not detract. So it, it gets a, I, I cannot recommend it enough. Each episode is around an hour and that's perfect for me right now. Cause it fits in the time. Like I get to watch it and walk away and move on to other things. But there are, I mean, I'm going to pull up the episode list because there are eight episodes. And two of them are Lovecraft stories. One of them I liked a lot. The other one, not so much. And the one I just want, no no spoilers for any of these. But they did, if you're a big Lovecraft fan or if you've read Lovecraft at all, the two stories they do are Pikmin's Model and Dreams in the Witch House. And Dreams in the Witch House, they changed drastically. They kept in... Uh, something that I didn't think they would keep in because it's so ridiculous. But that's the part they did did kept in and changed the rest of it. They kept Brown Jenkin in there, which is awesome. And if you know who, if you don't know who Brown Jenkin is, please watch the episode to see exactly what I'm talking about. But real quick, I just want there's eight episodes, and each one is directed by a different director. In my opinion, I think the weakest one, again, no spoilers, was the first one directed by Guillermo del Toro, and it wasn't that it was bad. It's just that part of it was too on the nose for something. And again, we don't get into politics here, but there was just something so on the nose and it was so just like, man, I see what you're doing. And it was still good. Every episode, not every episode, but is very monster centric. So there's some great kid ideas in here, some great kid ideas. And the stories, I think most of them have some sort of monster or creature in them. There's one that doesn't, two that don't maybe, but the other really cool thing about this show is the actors that pop up. I'm not going to say any actors that are in any episode, but it's a lot of people who will be like, Oh, I know who that is. Or Holy crap. That guy's still around. 
So there's a couple episodes. Pikmin's model, I was very happy to see an actor that was in that, and I'll just let that kind of be as a surprise. I think um, Graveyard Rats, I really liked that episode, and the viewing is fantastic, and as soon as it started, I didn't really pay attention. He says who the director is at the beginning of each one, but it's the director of Mandy and Beyond the uh, Black Rainbow. And if you have not seen either one of those, I cannot recommend Mandy more. Please see Mandy. Um, but it's the same director. The viewing is fantastic. It's very, I'm, just, I'm not going to say anything about it. Very good. But I think the, the standout piece of the whole show is the murmuring, which is a simple ghost story. There's no horror elements. It's just a simple ghost story. And it's done by, it has the actress and I think it's direct director of Babadook. So if you haven't seen Babadook, 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 Duck, 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 Babadook, Babadook. I don't know. Watch Babadook. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It has that same kind of creepy feel throughout. So it's a nice, simple, creepy ghost story that's like, Ugh, I don't like ghosts. So it's, it's, it's one of those that kind of hit. Um, I think in my, like, outside's good. Autopsy is good. I think the only one. And now there's the outside. I think that's the one is a little miss for me, but some people might really like it. It's a, it's a great horror anthology show. I can't wait till they do more. If Guillermo del Toro happens to watch this, you never know. He likes models and weird stuff. Um, good job. I think this is a great start to an amazing series. If you keep this going, I think this and love death robots are two great things that are on Netflix. And I really hope they don't pull a normal Netflix and cancel it because it's fantastic. It's very, 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 very good. So watch it if you get a chance. Watch Cabin of Curiosity. Okay. Since Scott's not here, I get to talk about two things and no one's here to yell at me. Two other things that I watched. Well, one thing and one thing's old, one thing's new. Uh, and I hate to always bring it up, but Guar. All right. Uh, there is, if you like music documentaries, I love music documentaries. It doesn't even have to be about bands that I like, don't like, but just so happens my two favorite bands of all time have had documentaries made about them in the last couple of years. And the most recent was Guar. And it was, it's called, this is Guar and it's streaming on shutter. It was streaming on shutter still is, but you can now get the DVD with a bunch of really good extras on it. And even if you don't like this band, please watch this. this if you like weirdos, and you have a soft spot in your heart for weirdos, artists, and how things come together and how things keep going at the loss of things. And how just, it is a great music documentary. Please watch it. Uh, the, the extras on the DVD, if you're really interested, have there's like a behind the scenes, how the concerts work, how they put on the shows, how the blood works in their shows. Um, Dave Brocky's last interview is on here. And, uh, it's very, 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 very worth watching. Very much worth watching. Um, special effects. It shows how it, like, how they make everything, which is really cool. Which has a lot of, like, you know, what we do too. If you're a model builder. There's some stuff in here for you. But this is Guar. Please watch it. It's it's fantastic. Uh, and I need to go back because the director also directed a, a documentary about Nickelodeon, like the early years of Nickelodeon, called the Orange Years or something like that. I gotta go find it. But I think it's on Hulu, that thing. So I'm going to try and watch that because this was really, really good. Um, check it out. This is Guar. 
really good. The other music documentary, and I know everyone's getting bored, and this is other favorite band is Swans. And this is a documentary called Where Does a Body End? And if you just like a hardcore music documentary about a band that you may have never even heard of, who I think everyone should. They've had, they've been around forever. And if you don't know who Swans are, look them up. They have a very wide range of what they sound like throughout the years. And this is a fantastic documentary. Give it a shot. I know it was streaming on uh, Amazon and some other things, but please check out Where Does a Body End? Great music documentary. All right, since Scott's not here to tell me uh, what he didn't watch, we're going to move on to giveaway. We're here for the big giveaway blowout that we promised for my birthday. I want to say thank you to every single person that wished me happy birthday in the comments last episode. Truly appreciate all of that as well. Um, I know people just did it because they wanted something. Because, <laughs> you know, like Randy Van Dyke said, just because he agreed with Scott that just so that people think, I think people like me. But anyway, we're going to give stuff away. It's going to be a little weird with the screen, with the way things are going here. But I'm going to try and make this work. We, again, like Scott said last episode, we are going to spin the wheel for the name, and then we're going to spin the wheel for the prize. And I added some things into the wheel of prizes. Uh, let me pull it up real quick so you can kind of see what's on there. There we go. The buttons work. Everything works so much better when Scott's not around. Okay. So these are the prizes. And I added the, let me see where it is, the box of minifigs. So Paul Gill was around to pick up his. Sci-Fire, you won the minifigs last episode, and you did not contact me between now and then. The, the, the email, modelclubtv at gmail.com. Anyone who wins today, if you do not contact me by next episode, prize goes back into the, back into the pool of prizes. So Sci-Fire. Sorry, man, you missed it. So if you're watching this, enter this. Maybe you'll win them on this, uh, win something on the next episode. Um, we have, I have two, so that's on there. And then I added two things called mystery box. That's going to be a box of stuff that I just decide it's going in there. I'm also going to put some of the uh, paper models that Dan Cherney printed out for us in some of the prize packs. I'm going to put in some of the brass models. Uh, if you could promise me one thing, if you do do the brass, if you get one of those brass models, if you get one of the paper models, do them with a kid or have a kid help you make them, especially the brass ones. They're, some of those are pretty easy. Um, maybe even build the models you get. We got to keep this going. We got to get kids involved. And as much as, you know, I don't have kids. Wish I did. I don't. Uh, we, if you have a grandson or a niece or a nephew or a family friend, Build a model with them. Maybe build one of these with them. And we'll see where it goes. That's my birthday wish. Please, build them with some kids. Okay. So, I think this is the most... Please work. Yeah. This is the most people who have ever entered a contest out here. So, I'm just going to spin the wheel. We'll pick a name. I'll write it down. And we'll go from there. So, here we go. I'm going to hit shuffle. It is shuffled. I'm going to hit click the spin. So there we go. I'm going to write the name down as soon as we get it, and then we'll take it off the wheel. 
And the first winner is, wow, David Horvath. Look at that. So David Horvath. And I'm going to remove him. We're going to go over to the Wheel of Prizes. And David, you are going to win. Watch it be a... Uh, uh, uh. A Leviathan's Forge face from Jason Tarpley. And those are right here. And it's my choice. It's my choice. So it'll be one of these. Oh, let me pull it out of the box. These really well done, Jason Tarpley. Thank you for sending these in. So you'll get one of these. I'm not sure which one. Whatever one ends up in the box is the one you're going to get, David. So thank you. One of those is off the board. Here we go. Back to names. Spinning. Who's the next winner? Next winner is Trevor. Tay, one, three, six, six, six. Tay. All right, Tay. Trevor, I know who you are. And I don't even know if he wanted to be in, but he's in. He said happy birthday. Put him in anyway. Uh, removing. Spinning a prize wheel. And this is going to be the Hellboy minibust from Pestilence Labs and Shayna Worthling. All right, next up. Spinning. Wait, that's right here. <laughs> Bucky St. Bucky sending the pictures in was a good luck charm. So Bucky moving and we're going over the wheel of prizes. What's he get? What does he get? What does he get? Holy crap. The, the buttload of paintbrushes. Paintbrushes galore from Dan Cherney. Thank you, Dan. Paintbrushes. Let me get him off. All right, we're moving. Cruising through this. It's amazing how fast things are going when someone's not here to complain about me. Here we go. Or how I'm doing things. Scott, I love you. I'm not. <laughs> Who do you got? Eric Tengren. Eric. What shall Eric win? All right, Eric. Wheel of Prizes. Getting shorter, getting smaller. What's he going to get? He's going to get the Catwoman from CG Blade. Catwoman, Catwoman kit. These are 3D printed kits. I heard there was controversy. That is a 3D printed kit. Catwoman from CG Blade. If you need anything from CG Blade, head over to Etsy. The link will be below. We'll have links to all these donors and all of their stuff uh, down below. So there we go. Catwoman. Removed. Next winner in the prize extravaganza is, I should look over here. Uh, oh, 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 oh. of Pestilence Labs. And there we go. What's she going to win? What is she going to win? 
Thank God she's not winning her own game. The Spider-Man. Right here. Spider-Man from Paul Gill. Donated by Paul Gill. So that's Shane. Alright, remove. Bad prize. Spider. It's a lot of writing. I know this is getting boring. But we gotta do it. Alright. Next. On the wheel of names. Vesma! Mesnora. Vesma Mesnora. Make sure I got this. And you won. What are you going to win? What are you going to win? I'm tangled. I'm tangled on my cord. A mystery box. A mystery box. I will make this worth your time. Trust me. Mystery box. All right. Next. Next winner. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We have Gustav Droid. I think that's how you say it. And here we go. Your prize. In the prize blowout. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I got to remember to say something after this. You. Uh-oh. The Gorgona. The giant Gorgona kick. From, uh, get it out of the box. I'm gonna from Ellie Raphael of Zotes and thank you for getting that to us. And Shane McGowan. So Gorgona goes to Gustav. GG. Uh, and continuing on. Getting to the bottom here. Next winner. Next winner. Next winner. I need two pages of names. Russell Clark. He will come up later. In a few moments, actually. Russell Clark, what have you won? I'm going to hit shuffle again after this. Uh, dun, dun, dun. You have won the She-Hulk from CG Blade. Sorry, I didn't show the Catwoman. I just want to break. I will show. She-Hulk, looking like Gina Carano from Mega, I think. So fantastic, She-Hulk, Russell Clark. Oh, nope, wrong thing. Click the wrong thing. All right. Gonna shuffle. Gonna do a quick shuffle on here. And spinning. Next winner. I don't know if it's Disturbed Earth. Disturbed Earth. What has Disturbed Earth won? Move. That was old. That was from the last one. And you get, same thing, Boxo Minifigs. 
from Jamie Sai. All right, we're down to three prizes left. Three prizes, three prizes. And then this boring part of the show is over. All right, uh, Mark McLaren. Mark McLaren. Mark, you have one. One of three prizes. <laughs> it sounds so less less exciting. It's only three. You're getting the Caesar from uh, Paul Gill. Caesar bust. Right there. Thank you, Paul Gill. Caesar. And let's remove that. I'm gonna hit shuffle again. Shuffle. There we go. All right, who do we got? Red Dragon Model Works. Red Dragon Model Works. You have won one of two prizes. What will it be? <laughs> it sounds so pathetic now. Uh, you're going to get a mystery box. And again, they will be cool mystery boxes. I'm gonna, next episode, I'm going to let everybody know what was in each mystery box. So you get a mystery. And that leaves us, the next person is getting the last and second Leviathan's Forge bust or face from Jason Tarpley. And thank you, everyone who donated. Going to do a quick shuffle. Last spin. Thank you, everybody, for playing. This was the longest history giveaway in the history of the show. And it is... Roy Barrel, Roy Barrel, Roy. Hey, there you get the Leviathan's board. Fantastic. I think that fits his style very well. So that's a good win there. All right. Uh, let me just put that on there. All right, we have the paperwork done. Paperwork portion complete. I can close all of this and go back to the normal picture. All right. Whew. Seriously, thank you everybody who donated something. Uh, Pestilence Labs, Dan Cherney, uh, CG Blade and, and Pseudoverse Creations, uh, Jason Tarpley, Leviathan Forge, Ali Raphael, and <laughs> so many names. Ali Raphael and uh, Shane McGowan from Zote. And I, who am I missing? Paul Gill. And I think Mark Van Tine sculpted one of those. So I think Mark's involved. And. Uh, I think that's it. I think I got everybody who donated something, but there's a lot of stuff there. So thank you. All right. Next time we have more stuff to give away. And this is what I was alluding to. I'm running over my cord. We have a lot coming up. I was hoping that this blowout would get rid of everything I had on the shelf and we had more stuff come in. So real quick, some sneak peeks of upcoming giveaways. So if you didn't win this time, and if you did win this time, Sit out the next few. Give some more people a chance. Please. Thank you. Um, here's a sneak peek. We have a giveaway from Paul Gill. That is not a kit coming up. Here's a sneak peek. See if you can figure out what it's going to be. Thank you, Paul Gill. You're the best. Um, I also, Russell Clark sent me, uh, I want to say thank you. to. He's trying to thin down his collection a bit. He sent me all of his Horizon Dinosaur Collection, unbuilt. 
uh, I think it's two. It's a lot. It's it's the dinosaurs, the old ones, not the Jurassic Park ones, the kind of old style ones that are very cool uh, kits. I'll be giving away those very shortly. We have, I think, uh, Scott still has two kits from Mike Calvert and Typhon uh, to give away as well. So there's some really cool ones coming there. And again, if you didn't win this time, there's going to be some really cool stuff coming up. So please bear with us. More giveaways coming. Everyone else, if you did win this episode, you have until the next episode to claim your prize. Please, please claim your prize. I hate having to like wait and see if people are actually going to come and take that stuff. So please claim your prize. Um, and thank you for participating in the comments. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for the happy birthday wish. Woo! Talking to nobody's tough. Mm-mm. Good grief. All right. Next. News and reviews. We do have some news and reviews. Um, the next person, this is, again, Titan Find and um, John Arkdemon. Arkdeacon. Arkdemon. <laughs> I'm in Warhammer, Warhammer Brain. Uh, John Arkdeacon uh, of Titan Find. Uh, sent us in also these to give away coming up, but he's also saying, Hey, they're still available. If you'd like to purchase them, these are the old, uh, super deformed kits that he put out, uh, from lost. And it has John Locke, it has Sawyer and it has Hurley. So if you're interested in any of these, I'll have his contact information down below. Uh, if you would like to purchase one right off the bat, but these will be coming up in a giveaway here shortly. Very cool. Awesome likenesses on these. Uh, they came out a while ago, but he still got them. And then well, this is a first in the history of the show. Uh, we have an interest post, interest picture. And John is wondering, uh, Titan Fine John, is wondering uh, if there would be interest in a kit that he has sculpted. And I told him, I think it would go over really well. And he also sculpted Mark's uh, Pestilence Labs. I'm sorry, Shannon's. Um, baby hellboy so if you remember the baby hellboy you'll see a picture here uh he also sculpted that and he sculpted these and he's wondering if there's interest to make it into a kit and then the first one and they're based on he told me the artist's name and now i've now forgot in this moment in time but it's this baby batman little batman and little robin i first of all well done sculpted beautifully uh the baby the little batman and the little robin he's wondering if he should kit them. So in the comments below, let him know. If you'd be interested in one, he's not starting a list. It's just a, hey, people might want this. I think this little Batman is beautiful. I, what I want to do with this is put a jack-o'-lantern next to it, make a little Halloween set, and make this a kid on Halloween. It's so damn cool. So please, let him know if you're interested in either one of these kits. We're just, it's just an interest. He's just trying to figure out if maybe he should invest in doing these. Uh, if you're interested in producing them with him, Maybe, you know, give him a, give him a shout out. See if you're, I don't know. I don't know what it works, but he also did this little Hulk that he did off of a 3d print. I don't think he can legally, cause it's something else. So he's just looking to do the little Batman and the little Robin. So if you're interested in those in the comments down below, say, yeah, those are awesome. I would love to buy it or that's terrible. <laughs> don't produce it. So we kind of get an idea of where we would want to go with it. But that little Batman is so damn cute. He's so damn cute. Little Robin, yes, but Batman for sure. I love the Robin, though. They're both awesome. All right, moving on. 
Uh, this is from Typhon and Mike Calvert. And he did a little uh, preview, a guess what kit on uh, the Facebook groups the other day. And people were all kind of all over the place. But here we go. Uh, it's the Body Snatcher. It's Boris Karloff from the Body Snatcher. And I have never seen this movie, which now I kind of want to. Uh, sculpted by Jeff Yeager. I always say this, but this is beautiful. What a killer likeness. And it you don't really often see... It's hard to get, I, and that's what I really like what Typhon is doing with some of these other Karloff characters more recently and other Lugosi characters and not just the monster. Um, this is a great kit. Uh, it's going to be available, will not be available until 2023. He is not starting a list or anything until January or February. So this is just a, hey, a quick sneak peek of what's coming. Do not hit him up. And say, hey, I want to get on the list. Because there isn't a list until February or January, at least. So, but great kit. Got a great uh, nameplate. Great base. Shovel looks amazing. Jeff knocked it out of the park on this. And I love how the arm, you know, is actually holding that shovel. And it's attached. And it, But it, it, it works. I think you could do some really cool lighting effects on this. But, man, Karloff the Body Snatcher. New bus coming from Typhon. Check it out. And from Paul Gill. And Gilman Productions, we have Palmer. And real quick, there was, a, I think, a bit of controversy like saying, controversy saying, uh, I don't remember the skull looking like that. It's in the movie. And here's a quick shot. I think they just kind of moved it down a little bit, like it was moving around inside this person. And this is from his Antarctic Adventures series of kits. I don't know if he wants me to say the name or not, but this is Palmer. And again, sculpted by Jeff Yeager think so unless i totally screwed up in it no it's yep um beautiful piece that whole series of thing pieces he's doing is just oh i said it that whole series of kits from anarchy he's doing are just amazing so keep up the good work there paul and he also wants to announce in the, in the near future he's doing with michael white a series a, a line of called the black or I'm sorry, Project Black File, which is a new crypto line. So Bigfoots, Mothmen, that sort of thing, which I'd love to see Michael's take on some of that stuff. Uh, so look forward to that. And moving right along from Garage Kits US. No, Garage Kit Colors. US. I always screw it up. Garage Kits US Colors. Uh, we have from the Denizens of Zoe line. We have the wizard, a uh, beautiful sculpt by Jim Maddox and paint job. Another amazing paint job by uh, Jim Capone. And here we have the details on this piece are, let me pull it up. I have it on my phone. Cause this just came in last minute, $265. You get an amazing kit. One's fifth to one six scale, uh, 30 plus pieces. That's a model kit. When you get over 30 pieces, now we're talking. Uh, that is a model kit. So if you're interested, again, information is down below garage kits, us, uh, well done, Jesse and everyone involved, Jim, beautiful sculpt, Jim, fantastic paint job. Uh, we have the wizard denizens of Zoe, cool little mechanical spider sitting there on the base, little steampunk spider as well. Um, I love that cane. I love that cane. Zoom in on it. I love the cane. Very cool. All right. Moving on. 
So this is from a Patreon that I'm on, and I'm I'm starting. And if there's interest, you can let me know. Um, I'm I'm thinking of of upping my uh Patreon level here to the ability to sell these. Uh, this is from Carlos Eduardo, and this just as I was coming on, he just posted these pictures, and it's ca underscore 3d art. You'll see it. It's right there on the picture. Um, he's doing some Frazetta pieces this month, and uh this is fantastic this is awesome looking um if there's an if people are interested and really want this head over to patreon sign up print it yourself if you would like someone to print this for you i'm considering upping my stuff and if i get enough interest i might just do that uh, i did drop the other one that i was doing because uh I, it was hard to keep up i was the subject matter on kutan was not to my liking recently i still love his sculpts great sculptor it just wasn't stuff I was very interested in the last few episodes. So I can no longer print the uh, Satanica uh, Pandemonium the uh, from Dust Till Dawn kit. Uh, but I know that CG Blade still can. So if you're interested in some of that, he's still doing the Patreon through him. So if you need anything from Kutan, check out uh, CG Blades and Pseudoverse Creations over on Etsy. But CA, uh, Carlos is doing these amazing Frazetta pieces this month. And if there is interest, or if you like any of his other stuff, let me know. And I might just up my stuff and uh print these for some people. So uh beautiful pieces. He does anatomy like <laughs> it's spot on a lot of times. And he also always ends up doing a a naked version of everything he does. So if you're into that sort of thing and you want these characters naked, there will be that as well. Um and yes, there are wieners if you if you want that. This is from Monstrous Master Pieces and Adam Chet. He, they have I hope I said his name again right. I would screw that up. Uh he has the uh Krampus coming out. If you're in need of some new holiday decorations, which I am. Uh he has this Krampus coming. Great looking character. Uh, if you're not familiar with what a Krampus is, look up Krampus Knocked. It's coming up shortly. And Nice little bag of skulls on his back there. So if you're interested, want to get something for your wife for Christmas? There you go. A Krampus. Uh, he also has in his uh, line of universal uh, wall hangers, he has the bride coming out. So head on over. He has those kits available. Uh, nice series of pieces that he's got coming. And again, it saves space. when <laughs> You can hang it on a wall. If you're starting to get a, a run out of space, wall hangers are your friend. All right, next is kind of a uh, uh, Jason wants you to help a guy out. Uh, I bought this STL, and this is a for the 3D printer people out there. Um, I am a child. Well, I was born in the 70s, but I'm an 80s kid. I, I loved He-Man. And I'm sure there's a few other people out there my age that loved He-Man and Masters of the Universe. And Mora Lima, and I hope I'm saying his name correctly, Offered a fundraiser for this STL to be printed of He-Man, a real kind of realistic looking He-Man kit. And I loved it. So I, I went in all in, I purchased that. He, I, I reached out to him and said, Hey, did, how did it go for you? I, he's like, eh, I don't think I'm going to do any more characters in the line because it didn't do very well. And he said, he's thinking of doing a Patreon. So he did start a Patreon and he's going to be doing more characters. He's done, uh, he's doing some Marvel stuff, some other superhero stuff. And he wants to do some more of the Masters of the Universe stuff. So if you are interested and want to get in kind of at the ground level, uh, 
head on over to his Patreon and I'm going to leave it there, uh, down in the description down below. Uh, great sculptor, Mr. Lima. Fantastic. Uh, he did start blocking in a Skeletor on the battle Panther and check him out. If you're interested in it, sign up. Even if you, I just want that one kit, sign up for the Patreon. I think it's 16 bucks. You get an awesome kit, um, to print and it's, it's He-Man. Come on. You can't go wrong with He-Man. I'd love to see this line continue. So give him some support. Uh, maybe you want to just, you know, if you're not interested in the Patreon, maybe he's willing to sell that outright. Uh, but you just sign up and you'll get that file right away anyway, I think. So check it out. Moralima over on Patreon. I'll have the link down below. And next, another person that reached out to me. Uh, this is kind of just more in the news area. And this is on YouTube. Again, link down below. Uh, Ruben Caro is doing a fan film for, it's like, it's like an alien, like a sequel, prequel, because it involves a lot of the Prometheus characters and it's all com CGI computer generated. It's off to a great start. There's a trailer and I think one episode up so far. So please follow the link down below. Ruben Carlos got this re really nice fan film going on. If you're interested in aliens, this might be for you. But give it a like and check it out. That's news and reviews. How am I doing by myself? This is so weird. So weird still. Okay. Workbench. I'm going to just kind of, I'm going to have to move some things. Uh, for the workbench, I thought it'd be kind of cool to show you something I've been trying to do lately and how something works really well. So I'm going to have to move some cameras around, clear some space. And when I come back, I'm going to demonstrate something. Nothing's working today. Okay. So I don't know what's happening, but I need to wear gloves for this. UV resin's toxic. Um, I want to just kind of go over this, the supplies you need for some of this stuff. And I don't have my glasses on. So the first thing you're going to need is you're going to need some sort of UV light. Now I'm going to, this is what we use to fill to UV and cure the, the inside of hollow resin print. I'm going to suggest not to use this for this seaming technique because this is on a timer and you can't keep it on and it, it kind of just focuses in one spot. If you're trying to get into one little spot, yes, this is the right way to go. But they do sell UV lights on Amazon. You, one of the lights I had been using is like this, okay? But the problem with this light, you gotta be, there's different modes. So it takes three clicks or four clicks, I think, before you get to the actual UV light. This works fine. It's just, it's a pain in the butt. The light that I recommend comes from, and they might even sell their other brands, but this is from uh, Green Stuff World, and it is just a strictly UV LED light, okay? Like that. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on these glasses. You're supposed to wear glasses like this so you're not burning out your eyes. So if you're going to be doing this for a long period of time, I highly recommend using some safety glasses and gloves since the resin's no good. I am not gonna wear these for now just because it's easier with everything that's going on in front of me. Um, I'm also gonna switch mics at this point so it's a little easier as well. And give me one moment, I'll be right back. And check. So it's gonna sound a little different now and that's because I'm using my boom mic over there so I can actually see directly in front of me. And I'll, I might have to pop up that volume a little bit but so the parts we're going to use and some of the things that i recommend using are toothpicks 
Okay. Uh, you're gonna you can use some paint brushes for this. All right, and I I suggest some alcohol. You're definitely gonna need some rubbing alcohol, some hundred percent or ninety percent uh, isopropyl alcohol, and I keep them in little spray bottles like this, and you can just kind of spray it in there. This will help you clean your tools when you're done. So get keep a couple of these kind of set off to the side. Let me put that there so you can see it. All right, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it on a print and on a resin kit so you can see that it does work. So this is a Venom I'm working on, all right? Venom kit from Prey Collection Studios. And I've already gone ahead, and if you can see right around his head, this was a separate piece, and this was a separate piece. Now this kit is smooth. It's It does not need any texture. It doesn't need anything like that. So what you can do is fill that gap with some UV resin, and then cure it, like spot cure it. Um, and it it works really really well so um let me just start by doing that so i have a little just dish of resin and this is soraya tech uh any resin will work uh i use a this old brush you can stir it up give it a good mix and then you can clean your brush in and i'm going to set it off to the side on some paper towels and you can clean it in some alcohol later you can use a brush to apply this or you can use a toothpick i think so far the toothpick is probably working working best because it kind of connects with capillary action. You're also going to need some paper towels to do this. Now it seems like there's a lot more going on than just straight putty. I get that, but the result and the quickness of this result is what you're going for. So when you do this, all you have to really do is take your toothpick and dip, get some UV resin on there, and let me try and get like a big amount. Get like a drip on there, okay? And then just kind of let it flow into the crack. And it's not going to do it right away. It's going to, you're going to have to do it a couple times. So let it flow into that crack. And you could take a little bit of paper towel and just kind of wipe away. And then take your UV light, and this is probably going to blow the camera up. And you're going to spot cure it for a few seconds, three, four, five, and stop, okay? Now, you just keep kind of building it up as you go, and it's great for, again, like I said, just if you're just trying to just quickly fill in a little gap, and I'm tapping it on there, tapping it on, it'll kind of flow into that area. And it's a quick, nice, easy way to fill that gap. Hit it. And do it again. Only about a few seconds will do it. And then that is cured. And I'm just going to fill this one spot. I'm going to kind of keep doing this one area. Use a little bit of paper towel to wipe that off. And then again, cure it a few seconds. Why am I shaking so bad? Cure it. I would say on your final, when you think you're done, give it a little bit longer of a cure. Stop. I forgot to grab one thing that I need, which is sandpaper. 
you'd have to wait a few hours before you could start sanding. And with this, you can start sanding right away. And that that stuff is cured. And it'll just kind of sand away. And again, this is a pretty big gap. But it's also going to help bond those pieces together. And you can kind of keep going. And just sand, fill, tap it in. Here. I'm trying not to look at the light. <laughs> Am I looking on the screen? Is it just as bad a damage? Uh, yeah, you don't want to look at UV light <laughs> a lot. It's bad for you. Um, use some glasses. And then you're just ready to sand it away. And that's how you do it with UV resin. So, now yeah, that's not done. I need to keep going quite a bit, which I will do. It's great for filling holes as well. If you have air bubbles or the little uh, vent holes on a, on a printed kit, especially if they're small, it, it cures pretty quickly and, and fills that hole in really nicely. All right, going to give that a second shot and see if I can sand some of that away. But that's how you use UV resin to seam a kit. And you can get smaller bottles of it. You don't have to buy the big jug. I think you can buy a smaller one. There is, I think, Green Stuff World sells, actually I have some right here, some clear UV resin in smaller bottles, although it's pretty expensive. It comes in like this. Use it for uh, water effects and stuff, and you can dye it if you had to. But that's a great, quick way to just fill in some seams. Now, if you instead of trying to push, keep pushing putty into there, you've got enough on there where you could now put putty over that and save you some time and save you some material. Uh, I wanted to go through and just show you, it works on a regular resin kit too. This is uh, the Ozzy Osbourne kit that I was showing a while back. I'm just gonna glue these two parts together real fast. And putting some CA glue in there. Oops, not even on camera. Putting some CA glue. Gonna push this hand on there. Now, here's the problem with this. There is, on here, there is texture that you're going to want to putty over. So you might want to avoid that part. You might want to... Did I bring my kicker over here? Of course I didn't. Uh, so you can use a brush, like I was talking about before. You can use a brush using this resin. You don't have to use a toothpick. Just get it stirred up. And a brush kind of works better in some cases than the toothpick. Just kind of let it sink into there. Tap it. Don't do this. Don't cure your resin either in the pot. All right. Curing. Stopping. All right. And then I'm going to kind of tap this again. A little bit more in there and kind of feathering it out use a paper towel to wipe off any extra i'm going to get rid of this and then i'm going to cure it again away from my pot of resin you can kind of see on there where it is 
I'm looking at the camera. Carrying it up. And that's seeming a kit with just UV resin. Again, it's something you want. You can't go in and put texture in with it. So you want to be careful with that. Um, you can. Like I could just kind of go on this hair and do it on that hairline. To save a little bit. Might get it in there. Feather it out. And then cure it. Spot cure it. Trying not to look at the weight. And that's how you seam a kit with UV resin. It's pretty simple. Give it a try. It's not that difficult. It is a little costly up front. A big bottle, if you're just using it to seam kits, will last you forever. Um, you can kind of see it over there. Kind of cure and still. And now I can use the sandpaper to kind of sand off whatever I don't need because it is cured and it'll just sand right away. Okay, so that's how quickly you can seam a kit using that. Now, yeah, you'd want to hit it with some primer to make sure that that seems completely hidden. But I think with that joint right there, that works perfect. No one's really going to notice that up here. Yeah, you're going to want to put some putty to try and hide that a little better, but it's going to work. It's, it's, I think, a great little tool, a trick to have in your arsenal. As far as cleanup goes, pretty easy. Uh, again, just get some alcohol. Clean your brushes in alcohol. Save, like, you know, wipe it on some paper towels. And you're good to go. As long as you don't hit it with the UV resin, <laughs> you should be fine. Or the, with the UV light. I'm sorry. So just so you can see how fast this goes. Here's the, this is still good. All that's still good. I'm going to hit this with the light. Count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And it is, you know, almost completely cured all the way through. There's a little bit there still. Um, it cures really fast. Great little trick. Anyway, that's seeming a kit with UV resin. I hope the first little hobby tip uh, people found useful. It gets really hot. It's like melting this thing. Uh, be careful with it, though. You don't want to hurt yourself. Going to go back to normal. Let's put this up without knocking the arm down today. Uh, just me. I'm back. Am I going to knock it down? The camera came off, which has been happening a lot lately. Okay. Just me. All right. Let me switch back to the normal mic. All right. Emails, voicemails, and corrections. Uh, we have a voicemail, but I'm going to hang on to it. Uh, Scott needs to hear it. We had a cryptid call in, a real-life cryptid, and Scott needs to hear it. So I'm not going to play it this episode. It's a little teaser for when Scott does come back. He needs to hear this voicemail. It's pretty amazing. Okay. From Mike. Mike, I, I have no idea how to pronounce your last name. Zimoba? Ziyamba? Mike. Hi, J hello, Jason and Scott. Scott's not here. Uh, I found your channel while Googling Monster Model Podcasts. I need to put that in the... I'm glad it works, that you found it when you Googled that. Um, that's pretty 
Uh, that helps me quite a bit. Knowing that when you Google Monster Model Podcast, you're able to find this show. Uh, I really enjoy the show and have started watching with your earlier episodes and am working my way up to your current ones. For everyone that does this, we apologize. You are going to be in for a world of hurt sitting through all of these in a short period of time. Uh, we've grown quite a bit. We've stagnated a bit. I, I'm trying to work on some new stuff like cheering, more cheering, disgust, <laughs> disappointment, and the booing that worked. I think this one's the worst. If you listen to the best, if you listen at the very end, the guy almost gagging is the best. <laughs> that cracks me up. Anyway, sorry. I enjoy the show and have started watching you with your earlier episodes and I'm working my way up to the current ones. Uh, it was in episode seven or eight that Scott mentioned he would be doing a comparison of the balsa foam with a few other products he received. Can you please tell me what episode he reviewed them on as I am working on an idea for a Mandalorian diorama and would be interested to know what he had to say. I also really enjoyed the interview with David Fisher and Terry Webb. I firmly support AFM going digital. Losing it would be like losing your favorite hobby shop and owner. When the store goes, so does the intellectual property of the owner. Agreed. So, um, Scott never did that video. Uh, you'll have to talk to Scott when he does. I did mention this email to him. Uh, Scott gets swamped with some stuff. So it, I don't know if he just never got around to it or other things. I think balsa foam is still probably your best way to go. Although pink foam is great covered with some of the foam coat stuff that Robert Trock talked about and uses. It's from, Oh, uh, where does it come? From? Where's my bottle? Where's my can? Covering pink foam. Hold on. Let me, let me go grab it. I'll edit this. Speaking of Robert Trock, he has also got something he sent in for us to give away, which we'll hold on to as well. Um, this is from hot one. And this was a Robert. If you go watch the Robert truck interview, um, he talked about this company called Hotwire foam factory. And I did, this is heavy as hell. This is a uh, all purpose foam coat. So it's kind of like you mix it up with water and you coat a uh, pink foam with it. And it makes it like, you can put textures in there. Uh, it gives it some, st uh, turgidity stir sturdiness. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but Check this stuff out. They also sell foam glues, foam cutters, all sorts. I, you know, I like to smell things. That was probably bad. That was probably talc, and I'll have lung cancer tomorrow. Um, it doesn't smell like plaster of Paris, so I don't know what's actually in there. Um, but give it a try. Hot Wire Foam Factory All Purpose Foam Coat. It is www.hwff.com for all your uh, foam needs. Um, the balsa foam thing is weird. I don't know what's going to happen with that. If it's ever going to come back on or what's going to happen, but uh, maybe one day, we'll, if we can push Scott to make that video, it will uh, work. Uh, thank you, Mike, for sending that in and keep watching the episodes. I feel like David Letterman, <laughs> but I need a guest, uh, which brings me, we're going to have a guest in a minute. Next email is from Paul Weaver. Hi, Jason. I hope you and Scott are keeping well. Really enjoyed the interview you guys did with Joe Ludotti. 
one of my favorite sculptors of all things Harryhausen. Uh, the awesome Satanico Pandemorium kit you printed for me is on ice as my Christmas present, so I can't report back on that yet. Please send pictures of your printed kits that you've either won or we've printed for you. We have somebody. You'll check it out in the gallery coming up. Someone finally sent in a, a kit that they want on the show and painted it. See if you know which one it is. Uh, I'm, I'm contacting you with a suggestion for another possible personality to interview for Model Club TV. Not sure if you have heard of this guy. His name is Darren Carnell, and he's probably one of the best figure face painters I've ever seen. He is a freelance artist, painting heads for collectibles, turning substandard factory paint jobs into works of art. Seriously, his figures look like stills from a film. The attention to skin patterns and the way he paints eyes is staggering. I often see the mo- I often I often see models that are painted very well but a little formulaic and stylized in terms of skin tones. Darren has a very has several tutorials on YouTube which are worth the look and he also offers a uh, private tuition. Uh He also and he also offers private tuition. I think that means like tutoring, not money. Uh, I haven't reached out to him as yet, so I have no idea if he would be interested in an interview, but please check out his work. And once you've uh, picked your draw off the floor, let him know, let me know what you think. I will definitely put it up. I'll probably put some pictures up here while I was talking about this and it is, uh, darrencarnell.com. I will check him out for sure. And I'm not throwing this email out so that I do remember to check him out. Okay. That's the emails for today. So we do have a bit of a guest here at the end of the show. It is, uh, Scotty Mills. Is uh, we're going to report from a little post wrap up of how Chiller Theater went and the model contest that they got going on over there. Quick interview. It's only about like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, they had a great time. Please support Chiller Theater uh, next year as well. I think they're going to be doing this and they're going to try and grow that contest even more. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, chose to sponsor the model club or the, the model contest over at Chiller Theater. Uh, we appreciate it. Scotty appreciates it. Chiller, I'm sure, appreciates it. And at the end, we'll come back right after you. <laughs> we are back. Every, we, it's just me, but I am yeah. back with Scotty Mills. Scotty, how are you, sir? Well, I'm not doing too bad. Thanks. Yourself? How's that? I'm doing okay. Well, could be better. I've been talking yeah. to myself for the last 40 minutes or so. Um, how's Canada? Cold yet? No, actually, it's been super warm. We set a, uh, we set a warm uh, in, in Ottawa, which is basically almost equal with Chicago. And normally this time of year, it would be in the low single digit Celsius. So it would be like, you know, in the forties, early thir- like thirties, it was a rat in the mid sixties today. So I got some bad news for you. It's headed it's your coming. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because today I, I, it was, it was just, it was 70 degrees here yesterday. It's in the forties yeah. today. Tomorrow is, we might have snow this weekend. I heard. So yeah, we had, cool. it's, today was, Today's November 11th, so it's Remembrance Day, and because we're the national capital, we have the yeah. big remembrance. And usually the guys are there all bundled up and, and freezing. People were there in shirt sleeves today. That's awesome. Which is unusual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. it was it was good. So we thought it would be a good idea to have you back, and you wanted to come back on and do a recap of how Chiller went in the contest. And yeah. so let's just kind of go over that. How did First of all, when was it for people who missed that last episode? It was uh, on the Halloween weekend, which was, let me go back. That would be the 27th, 28th. I think it was the 27th yeah, was, yeah, the it was Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. You're asking me dates. I don't know. I'm retired. <laughs> eh? So it's like, it was, uh, I think it was I actually, Tuesday. No, it was the 29th, I think. 29th. The 29th. Yeah. yeah 30th, right. 30th. Yeah. Yep. 
Halloween was Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yep. So, so I wasn't running over kids on my drive back from New York, <laughs> New York state. But yeah. Uh, so it was all, it was all, it was done that weekend. It went really well. Uh, we had a few more entries and uh, more participation we've had in the, in the past. And a lot of that came from me being on your show and actually tapping to you guys. So I got to thank both you and Scott for the work that you did to, to help me get the message out there. You're welcome. We will yeah. keep doing that into the future. And yeah. we did send, did other people send in some stuff to you too as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number, it gets for prizes. Well, yeah. when we had several, we had several sponsors. I'm going to thank them all. Okay. We had a couple of people that didn't come through this. Uh, Atlantis uh, dealt with us and they sent us a couple of kits and they've awesome. already indicated they want to be involved again next year. They were quite happy with the, the display. I think I, you may have seen the pictures. We had displays of the uh, of uh, the very sponsors kit. We had Sassy Satellite gave us a couple of kits and he actually vends at the show. So Danny was there and uh, sent us a couple and he's quite happy. Uh, you guys sent us a bunch of stuff. And then uh, I guess either you or Scott, I have a funny feeling it was maybe Scott was uh, twisting Mark Worthling's arm. So Pestle and Slab <laughs> sent us some stuff. And I've been yeah. talking to, to Mark and he's all on board for next year. And then uh, Paul Gill. Uh, and Gilman Productions. He came on very late, so we didn't get him in all the all the printed material. Uh, but he came and he brought some entries for the kit, uh, entry, entries for the uh, the contest, and he uh, brought a, a surprise guest with Mark Van Tyne with him because oh, I know cool. if you know, Paul's got some uh, mobility issues right now, so Mark yeah. was pushing the cart for him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and Mark used to be a stalwart. I, I, I saw Mark at the Wonderfest, but I haven't seen him at Chiller for a few years and he used to be entering there. I've gone back and looked at some of the past years past and he's been a, a winner and stuff like that. So he's done. Uh, uh, it was good to see him and, and sit around and talk. And he seems to pique a little interest. I'm thinking of uh, coming back. And Paul is also really wanting to push it and make it big. I, I, I mean, there is nothing else in the West, in the East coast, unless Jersey fest comes back. Really? Right. Right. And then, and then, you know, East coast guys keep pushing it, go yeah. support it. I wish we had something like that here. Scott and I have talked about doing it, but it shows her a lot of work. Um, well, stop it. I mean, there's only about 50, about 50 pieces on display, I think, total between the art and the, and the costume. But there was some, some good stuff. Very, very good stuff. That is, I think 50 is a respectable number, <laughs> considering yeah. how many people are still doing this um, yeah. and how many people have fallen off and are trying to come back. 50 is a great number. Wonderfest, different animal. Like, you know. Yeah, well. Me being on your show, it made a big thing. That's it, where I hooked up with uh, Jerry Frade, who you mentioned and gave a uh -huh. shout out to with this different. And he lives right in that area of New Jersey, and he oh, never awesome. entered a contest before. So he brought four or five, five or six pieces, and he won four prizes. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, cool. That Bennington sculpt kit, if you've seen the one, yeah, I think, uh -huh. the, I think it's Gilman. Awesome paint job. Like, top in in that category uh he did a, did a few things like that so he was talking about it. and just even walking around there was a guy that used to enter all the time and i i kind of apologized to him his name is giovanni zortosa he saw me on the friday night and i was going somewhere really quickly and i was like on a mission and he goes like hey hi how are you and i'm like oh hi good to see you I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes, I saw you on the internet. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> well, I so, hope it was, and, and, well, I hope it was this show and not somewhere else on the internet. No, but... it was, it was, it was, it was this show. Okay. And unfortunately he only showed up on the Friday night. He didn't show oh, up on no. Saturday. Oh, so no. Giovanni, I apologize that I didn't stop and talk to you longer, <laughs> but I want to see you bring a, bring some more kits. Cause he was a big prize winner back in the day. I want to see a kid enter next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And bring a friend. 
and bring a friend. And bring friends, I, yeah. Scott even That's Scott and I even talked about maybe it's a weird weekend for me because of birthday and other stuff and like I like being here because of Halloween. Halloween. But yeah. We we're thinking about maybe taking a trip out there, so we'll see. Um, All right. Maybe even one of us. If both of us can make it, one of us might try and at least It'd go, be great. So, I mean, we'd yeah. like to see everybody there. I mean, it, it, it's become more of an autograph show. There's not as much kit stuff. So yeah. I'm trying to work, and we've got a year to work on this right now, and I'm trying to think of different ways that we can get, like, more kits involved in that. But, again, it we have to deal with the space in the hotel and the organization, and I'm not – I'm not trying to start any rumors here, but there are rumors. I mean, the, the show tends to move hotels every once in a while, and there's a rumor that they might be moving hotels, so you don't know where we're going to be or our okay. setup's going to be. So, I, you know, that's a year away from now. There's yeah. another show between now and then because they don't do the uh, model contest in April. So what so, kind of feedback did you get? Were people like, hey, you should do this, you should try this or do this, this worked, this didn't work? Did I, I didn't get a lot of that. We we redid the certs this year. Uh, Dave Wethrich, who is one of the guys that with, help, works with me along with Alina Chu and, and Bernie Clark, that we're the hole in the wall gang, as Buck used to call us, that, <laughs> yeah. that, does, that, that lives in the little model room and, and does all this, uh, the little elves who do the model contest. And uh, his daughter redid uh, – she's a bit of an artist, so she redid the, the certs that we've done. So they put more of the uh, – the Vampira and the Tor Johnson and things that were on the old one, he's redone them. And uh, the guys love the kits and stuff like that. I hate to say that one of the kits that you sent us was snapped up right away. And then when the guy came in and it was the Agent Carter kit, he says, can I swap this out? Because I don't think my wife's going to be happy if I take it and bring it home. <laughs> and I went, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we, we still have it there. So, yeah, I guess it, because I think you sent the one that was slightly. I think it might have half not torsos in there, but yeah, it was the naked one. It was the, uh, the picture was yeah. the naked one on the front. Yeah. And he kind of went like, oh, maybe I don't want to take yeah, this one. I think home, both so. torsos were in there, but not, the, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of went, okay, that's not a problem. So yeah, it, it was good. We have a few of the kits left over and we talked to people. I'm going to probably save them the, the seed for next year. We don't we want it to be out shilling for for prizes as much. And I'm hoping we get a few more people in there. Like I said, there was some really awesome, awesome work. A lot of work went, went in there and, uh, you know, a good number of people. And okay. I'm going to, I'm one of the girls there, the, one of the young ladies who won and Mark told me I was Van Tyne told me I might have been wrong on this. She actually won in the art category and she won in the figure category. Like, so she did a piece of uh, artwork of uh, the Predator. Uh-huh. And then she also did uh, a figure called Scary Spider, which I think she said it's a Dungeons and Dragons figure. So okay. it's actually more like what you're talking about, a miniature, but it's, yeah. it's about, about yay tall. So it's probably a, a bigger scale than the ones I'm used to seeing the little miniatures. And I said, would well, you, you involved miniature? people around here who you know to print paint she goes oh yeah and like well, well tell them to bring some entries down yeah we'll for love sure. to see them and see the for work sure. so we're we're banging the we're banging shaking the trees and trying to get some more people who haven't been involved what's the is there a place that, where did you guys take pictures and post them anywhere best place to, yes, for people they're to see on, stuff yeah there i sorry I, th- I thought i'd send you the link for that but anyways oh, it's on no, i just want to so people can hear it and then yeah, yeah it's on the chiller theater.com theater spelt the proper way t-r-e <laughs> ending not t-e-r <laughs> so chillertheater.com and you go to the main page and you look and they'll say model and costume contest and uh, pictures it's right on the front page on the splash page on the left hand side click on that it'll give you all the contests for god the last 10 or 12 years actually okay. you can pick october 20 
222, and you can see the ones that won and pictures of a whole bunch of the different kids. We'll link to it here in the description, and so people yeah. can check it out, and that'll be really cool. Um, yeah. Other stuff going on. Anything? Uh, for me, not right now. Not Nothing. kids. I'm just, I'm looking at my, I'm looking around here. You can, the reason my background's blurred is because this place is a mess and I've got so much stuff going on. It's a murder it's like, scene. It's so horrific. We have to blur it out. <laughs> I'm looking at stuff and going like, geez, I want to, I, I got to start painting some kits and putting some stuff together. I've got so many of them sitting around and it's sort of half finished. So I'm looking, okay, Wonderfest next year. I got to bring some kits in yeah, yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. to do that. So I'm, I'm kicking myself in the butt. So once I get to so this place sort of, sort it out a little bit better I, i'm gonna probably maybe do that but that's all i'm really involved in right now okay. all right <laughs> i mean the problem is it's i'm in a dead zone it turns out but i just saw something else too on the internet not long ago and somebody posted another facebook group a guy who's in montreal who's a segment producer for ctv news that's one of the, the major channels up here in montreal uh -huh. the news channel in the english language channel and they did a whole segment of him doing kits. So it's a picture of him pointing, painting. I saw, I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that. I, yeah. And I'm like, that, that's two hours for me. Like, and it seems like there's a good community down there, but I've never managed to hook up with them or get that information. And for them, it's only five hours to New York city from where you guys live, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's straight Very down cool. the highway from Montreal to, uh, <laughs> to Parsippany. Actually, you get on the 87 and it goes right to the front door almost. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. What was that? Uh, my brain just snapped. How was the rest <laughs> of the show? Because I like, I just saw someone complaining about a comic convention online too, and about the autographs and how everything has kind of turned into that. And, and, and how most conventions are basically autograph shows at this point. Okay. Was, was the show well attended? Was chiller up here down like, like kind of normal? Show, show was packed. There were a lot of, of great guests and they have, a wide genre. I mean, they Good. used to probably started out with with horror people and stuff like that, but uh, it was it was pretty packed. Uh, right across the hall from us was Chaz Palmentieri, uh, you know, the wise guy, and a couple other guys, sort of that kind of uh, all in their three piece suits, you know, <laughs> looking like looking like wise guys signing autographs. Uh, at the bottom of the stairs where we were, there was uh, Gina Lee Nolan, uh, Christy Brinkley. And Cheech Marin, all sitting oh, side yeah. by side. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Lorraine Bracco was across from them. Uh, I got went and uh, saw Gina Shock, the drummer from the Go Go's. Got her to got her new book and got her to sign it and autograph it for me. Oh, and cool. uh, uh, Artemis Pyle, the drummer from yeah. Leonard Skinner, was there. Uh, <laughs> it's you talk about the, the crowd. Uh, a couple of people backed out, unfortunately, at the last minute. The one that I was, wanted to really see was uh, Enrico Colantoni, who was one of the guys in um, Galaxy Quest. But he's been in a lot of other stuff. He's actually a Canadian actor. He's from Toronto. But okay. he plays. He played in Just Shoot Me and things like that in the States. And I've seen him in a lot of things. And this is really cool. I'm going to hometown boy. I'm going to go and bug him because he grew up not too far from where I grew up, you know. And then he had to back out because of work reasons. Same with Adrian Barbeau, too. Who oh, okay. Backed out. But, I mean – Tons of guests. The problem is it's making less and less vendors and less and less space for other things because there's more and more autograph and photo ops and yeah. stuff like that. And that's, um, that's how a lot of it's going. It seems. I mean, even but if it keeps the a, show alive and it leaves a space for the contest, that's still okay. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's good. I mean, we were, I, like I mean, I have to think. Yeah, I have to thank you guys because I mean, getting the 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 buzz we got from being on me being on your show here and talking and getting the word out, <laughs> actually, and got, getting sponsors. Because we were in danger of losing our spot. They were going to say, no, the model contest just goes. It's not It's not worth it. Yeah. And 
Kevin likes it and he likes to have it there because it's always it's still called the Chiller Theater Model and Toy Convention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you yeah, at least better have models. something model unless they just start talking about models as fashion models or something. Yeah. But, well, it could be that, too. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I, I'm glad right. to see that it, it went well. And anything we can do in the future, let us know. We, we, we'd love to be involved next year. And well, we'll try and get some more people headed that way. It's, well, I'm going to be down in Wonderfest for sure, and I'll be down there twisting some arms and getting some people. Some people have told me, oh, I think maybe I'll pop by, and they, they never did. So I'm going to go like, remember when you told me I might show up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it will work that way. Awesome. Uh, right. Real quick, favorite model kit in your collection? My favorite model like kit? Like your prized my- possession. Like if you if your house is on fire and you could save one <sighs> model kit, built or unbuilt, what are you running out of the house with? <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. No, no, on the I spot. just thought of one, and it's one that I, I've never even dared to take out of the box. It's a beautiful kit. It's by the late Jim Deming, and it was called Lady Z, the Lady Zorro. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're Okay. Oh, and it's just, there's so much detail and stuff in it, and... To me, even to get anywhere near it with a paintbrush would just <laughs> diminish the value. So it's in a box over here, but I think I think that one because I I tend to be not so much into horror kits. I tend to be more yeah. into the you know, I've got like I probably have about a hundred different Vampirellas. Wow! All right, so you know okay. where I'm. Yeah, yeah. You know where you know where my my interests tend to lie that way in different kinds of elves and dwarves and fantasy stuff more than horror. Yeah, classic I, horror. I, have you built that new plastic one? Have you, did you pick that up? I've got it. No, I haven't. I've got two. I, that, well, there's two new plastic the, ones. The two, eh? Yeah, the second one I haven't got yet. It hasn't, it's not oh, out yet, one. is it? I don't think. I, it was out, I think. And I think I saw it here. And they wanted like $120 Canadian for this damn thing. Okay. It's, it's, and that's styrene kit. For Christ's sake, guys. Yeah. That's, a, that's a $30 kit. So I bought the one from Cult TV Man at Wonderfest. It's sitting over right on the shelf here. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice kit. I really, really yeah. like that. It's really well done. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start asking that question of more people when they're on. You're, yeah, you're, that's a, What would I say? I'd save my OIP, my operation of my future operation. <laughs> the most controversial kit yeah. from back in the day. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> like, so this is, a, I think maybe I'll talk more about myself to myself when yeah. you're on after you're gone. <laughs> but it was, how do you, when you break a kit after it's built, Right. Let's say it falls. How long does it take you to repair that thing? Or do you, or you go, ah, it's over here now. Because here's what happened. When I moved, the thing broke. And that thing, like, and then I stripped it. I'm like, I'm going to repaint this. And now it's sat unpainted there for eight years. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) man, I want to do it, but it's just, ugh. I've got more half finished kits and things that I want to, I want to do in that. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got like a vampy bust that I did and I'm looking at it going like, I did a really good job on the plinth and the base and the art, but I'm looking at the body going like, ah, and I remember, uh, Anya's tutorial on the, uh, pan pastels. And I'm going, you know, it would just take me an evening with some pastels to just pop this baby right up and it's something fine. like that that's easy like a finger broke off it's fine but when <laughs> something is like completely someone in, and i i'm forgetting names right now in, in the comments in this last episode was talking about my azami article from afm from over i don't like 10 years long time ago right and that's another one that broke like it's broken 
like the paint started peeling off her hair. Like, I don't know what, I think I used watercolors mixed with acrylics and then there's something in the, in the, in the hair resin that like either leached and it just started chipping off. And so she's missing half the paint on her head. I'll, I'll put a, I'll see if I can get a picture and take it. Yeah, so, no. so it's just sitting there and I'm like, I want to redo it, but I'm just like, uh, man, no, no, it's, 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 I've got so many kits. I can, you you say what, what my favorite, not what I, it tends to be, but I mean, I have a few other ones too. I think I have like the deadly awakening, the old Steve West kit from seller cast, mm-hmm. which is coming out of the, out of the coffin. And I, mm-hmm. some of those I really like, and I think they're really great. It's just sitting down there. I have one from alternative images called Nosferietta which is sort of a, a, a female vampire. It's supposed to be a, a companion piece to I think the Nosferatu and she's got kind of like an open boss. So it's a, a not safe for work kit. I'd have sure. to do it in the after. Yeah. If I took it to Wonderfest, I'd have to put it in the after hours contest because it has boobies. Yeah, I, hate <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was built like everywhere, but. Whatever. Well, that's funny. I, I I put one little display piece and I have, and it's a, a little bus, not very big. It's some, like almost a miniature of a, a, a female character just the upper torso from here drinking out of a water cooler in the in the the africa core uniform uh-huh. but she's got the jacket open so she's fully fully displayed and this young <laughs> kid at the show goes and goes i want to vote for that one i can her boobies are out <laughs> yes that, that, yes <laughs> well here you can't do it in kentucky no, not yeah no kidding oh man well, this has been great. I again, I, anyone who wants to uh, get a hold of you, best way to get a hold of you for support for Chiller Show is uh, the Chiller Models at the Chiller Models at Gmail dot com. You have that that link. Yeah, I think you I'll even put, had yeah. a button for it. I think I'm not sure. Maybe not a button, but you had. It. Yeah, I'll put the email back in. Yeah, for that's that, it. But... If they need to want to want to contact me, uh, you want to get involved. I mean, I'm trying to get it back to where it was, where we had like polar lights donate kits and we ran a make and take for kids in a different room and we did seminars, but we're not at that level yet. And we don't have the space in the hotel. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know, the thing about Louisville, they tend to have a bit more rooms that aren't being used Mm -hmm. in the, uh, in the hotel. So you can do little, little seminars and things a little bit more difficult at Chiller because the hotels are a little bit smaller and any space tends to get filled up with Cheech Marin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is he that big now is he huge or is it well, no, he, no, he, he, no. it could have been it could have been flavor Flav. he was there a couple of shows ago too i mean dude i want to meet favor wow oh, man i've seen him i've seen public enemy live before so yeah, yeah. my first concert actually was oh, really was was anthrax public enemy and primus was my first i show. hate to tell you mine my first concert i went to i think was the guess who Oh wow! Tells you, okay, how, yeah. tells you how old I am. Yeah, <laughs> at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Not, cool. not even at the ACC, at the old Maple Leaf Gardens. So, oh, yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Back well, in the day. Thank you, man. Have a great couple of weeks here. Before I talk to you, I'll let you. This will be out. I think Monday, Tuesday, okay. something like that. Um, Again, but yeah, I can't thank you guys on. enough. <laughs> you guys and the other and the other sponsors that helped us. You know, and Paul Gill who showed up there, and Mark. Uh, we Mark truly Worthing, appreciate everyone that jumped on. Great with stuff. Us. It's it's to try and help keep a model contest going is fantastic. So everyone who did jump on and help out. Thank you. We appreciate it. Everybody. Awesome. So, all right. Take care, man. I'll see you. Take care. Have a good one. See you soon. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was Scotty Mills. Again, thank you to everyone for supporting the show. If you are in that area, enter the contest next year. Got nothing to lose. It's a good time. Uh, You get to go get, you might get an autograph from Cheech Marin. Who knows? Maybe you get to drink at the bar with Cheech. If he still drinks, I don't know. Anyway, this has been episode 58. Uh, 
I hope it wasn't horrible. <laughs> it's been weird talking to myself or to you, but not anyone else. And have a great week. We'll see you at the end of the month. Uh, we're, that'll be Thanksgiving time. Oh my God. Christmas is almost here. And uh, let's hope Scott's back. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.